Good evening, ballers. Welcome to the 54th episode of The Step Back. It's your host, Leon Tompkins, my main man, Jacob Moses. Uh, welcome to the Horace Grant, Patrick Peter, Patterson edition. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I couldn't find any two worst players. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> F. <laughs> Oh man! Kobe, stop! Kobe, stop! Kobe, stop! Here on a Friday night. Uh, how you feeling, brother? I'm feeling good. Feels good to be back on the show. In good health. How you doing down there, NYC? Place to be. Cold, raining. Uh, you know, just glad to get through another week. Got a lot of stuff went down and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Brooklyn Knicks just on on their way, playoff bound, looking looking good. Um, you know, it's, it's some scary news with Aldridge though. That was kind of yeah, kind of kind of weird. Yeah, so, that was out of the blue, definitely. Uh, prayers go out to him, but I mean, at least he knows when to just listen. I can't do it. I don't want to, you know, die out there on the court. So uh, that was a smart move for him, man. Facts, you know, we've seen a lot of people, a lot of players, seen the videos of guys collapsed on the court, and then mm-hmm. it just, it, it never ends well. It's a scary sight to see, um, mm-hmm. you know, going up and down the court, and all of a sudden, boom, that's it. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad he made a decision, a good decision for his family, and just say, no, that, that's it, I'm going to hang it up. Um, 15 years in the league, I didn't realize it was that long. I mean, Oh, yeah. Um, Time flies, man. Of course, I know. You know, one of the next picks turned into Aldridge, so I'll, I'll always know that how long he's been in the league. You know, could have Noah Aldridge. I mean, that's that's how it goes. But yeah, he's definitely one of the best power forwards, man. You can put him up there. His his mid range game. He was savvy. You know, did everything on the court well. His yeah, his his pick was warranted. I think it was number two in the draft. I want to say. Yep. Yeah, he was yeah. two. Mm-hmm. So it was warranted. He did live up to it. Seven-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, uh, two-time second team, three-time third team, uh, back-to-back 46 and 43-point games in Portland, uh, uh, play, uh, playoff games uh, for points scored. So, you know, Lillard says to uh, retire his number out in Portland. I don't have a problem with it. You know, do, do you think he's a Hall of Famer? Mm, I'll say he's borderline. I won't say, you know, automatic. But, I mean, he's definitely, he's on that teeter. He's teetering right there. So, I. I won't kick him out like, oh, hell no. No, you you got to give him consideration. But it's kind of hard. I mean, Chris Bosh is, Chris Bosh is in. True. And he, did. He, and he only has – he has two rings. One mm-hmm. – uh, I think one All-NBA team. Mm-hmm. And, Let me see. And I wouldn't put – I mean, Boston and Audrey's numbers are more or less cons- uh, comparable mm-hmm. as far as points and rebounds and assists. 
Let me check something. Boss was much better defensively. Mm-hmm. Aldridge, the better offensive player. Absolutely. The only thing that separates them are the rings. Yeah, I don't. You know, I'm not gonna definitely go by rings, but um, consistency. I mean, he was there. I mean, he had a few seasons where he was injured, but usually he was a 70-plus game guy. Um, let's see. Let's see his totals. 19 points a game, definitely. They're, they're all probably worst players in the Hall of Fame. So, uh, season 60. Yeah, matter of fact, looking at his numbers, he can get in. Goddamn right. I, I swayed him. I don't think he would be. I never really, like, I knew he was good, but looking at his numbers, like, you knew he was consistent. So, yeah, it makes sense. Except for that Brooklyn part. Yeah. Omit some points from him from doing it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Get him out of here. Nah. But yeah, he's definitely, he's a consistent, yeah, definitely, yeah. LA, he'll get in there. Yeah, that's what, that's what I want to hear. And, and, you know, it, it sucks because he was off to a pretty damn good start for Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, served a purpose. He came, came out 22 points, 26 points. Had a little uh, pep in his step, space to floor with his uh, mid-range and three-point ability. Mm-hmm. And, you know, came over for that ring, sacrificed a lot. And, uh, I, you know, he would have done wonders here. But, again, you, you can't fault the guy for putting his family and his health first. So Yeah. Another point, he almost had 20. He would have got 20,000 points this year. So, yeah, when you get to that 20,000-point threshold, threshold yeah la you going in you're being strong one day yeah i i like the sound of that man and, and hats off to him mm-hmm. uh it's scary because it we're playing the lakers and i didn't realize like he didn't go back on the court because you know they were getting their ass whipped <laughs> once uh Kyrie got ejected Mm-hmm. And that that game just went to total total shit because <laughs> you know Durant was on a minute restriction and it, it just looked bad. And like Horton Tucker was like killing guys for some reason. Yeah, that guy is playing himself into a nice little contract. Yeah, and, and Andre Drummond that was like the last points he scored because mm-hmm. that's what. Since going over to LA, because mm-hmm. you know, he, he was he fully ball and you know had 20 points and killing in the paint, but you know drumming big penguin as they call him now. You, know, you gotta, <laughs> I mean, you gotta find some something something that uh, call up Chris Paul for that secret stuff because <laughs> find his offensive <laughs> game back. Yeah, I, I never really had one. I mean, you know what it was, Duncan. Trying to overpower people. It's not like he had a little jump hook. I mean, you know, it's pretty much a lost art now. Having a little back-to-the-basket game or a little jump hook. Nothing too crazy, but something that you can develop that, you know, guys have a problem dealing with. You look at guys like Dwight Howard. He's never had it. He was all about power. And, you know, it's good that he's back in it and he's doing his thing. But, you know, on the trajectory that he was at, it's weird to see him just – Never learn a freaking go-to move. Yeah, you're right about that. And with Aldridge and what they're missing, it just means more of DeAndre Jordan, which I'm so upset about. Yeah, yeah. I know you happy. Oh, my God. Yeah, he played well against Embiid the other night, but, you know, 
everybody knows you, the more you see a Jordan, the just uh, negative results you're going to get. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to see more Claxton, more of a small ball five, Blake mm-hmm. Griffin. Maybe try to try Jeff Green there, but uh, Alize. My my man Alize is balling. Yeah, he like that kid one for one. Yeah, and uh, you know you, you mentioned uh, uh, the game against the Lakers. It, it was rough watching that garbage because you know Drummond was just killing guys. Playing bully ball, it was it was definitely tough to watch. And Kyrie got ejected from the game, arguing with Schroeder. So, <laughs> Schroeder time. Yeah, Schroeder doing his 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 nonsense, and I guess I I also wonder what was said in that conversation. Uh, there was some talk that I, I guess Schroeder might have said the N word to him. So really. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was weird. Uh, I guess that's why Kyrie got all upset, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and that was their each their first ejections in their career. Yeah, yeah, because Kyrie, I never seen Kyrie really get that like he got upset, but I never saw him really like go off. But yeah, that, that'll do it. Throw that in bomb out there. Yeah, you look in this uh, today's climate, what's going on uh, in the world today, mm-hmm. and Kyrie made an Instagram post saying, you know, wow, that word shouldn't be used, and and, mm-hmm. and uh, the the value of mm-hmm. your fellow brother and whatnot. Now, you and I both we. we you know, we came from and how the word yeah. is used and so on and so forth. Absolutely. I personally don't use it. I, I can't stand the word, but <sighs> I don't I don't judge others as as far as other black men knowing mm-hmm. it, it using the context. Mm-hmm. You know, so I personally don't use it. I sound like a white guy, it just sounds <laughs> coming from me. <laughs> like I'll joke about it, like the whole, you know, Jay Chappelle, you know, some pancakes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say it just jokingly, but I won't really. Like I've noticed over the years, because I know when I was younger, I throw it out there, but then like I start really, yeah, I shouldn't really do that. If you don't notice me from now, I don't use it as much. Like, well, I'll, I don't really right. use it that much either, especially when I have kids. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it is, you know, demoralizing to a point. And then you're just like, you're supposed to uplift and, you know, it's, there's really no place for it. Because then, you know, you get into the whole, well, well, you guys use it, so why can't, you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But, you know, yeah, I definitely think to comment back, because you still see it, a lot of these guys, you got to gotta kind of chill. You know, the whole thing with, um, remember Mantras, Harrow and Luca? Yeah. <laughs> You punk ass white boy. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. stuff like that. You know, you guys are kind of like a brotherhood in the NBA. You gotta, you gotta have lift. And Schroeder, I'm surprised he doesn't seem like that type though, to really get up and like use that. So I, it, I don't really get that. Yeah, and and then I also look at it this way: like these these guys are on the court, they're competing at the highest level. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of trash talk and, and whatnot. So I'm almost certain it's not. The, not the first time 
Kyrie heard it. Mm-hmm. Now Kyrie got called for a foul. He didn't think it was one. And Shorter, you know how Shorter is. He gets under mm-hmm. people's skin. Mm-hmm. So Kyrie must have been really up, uh, you know, in his uh, uh, feeling some type of way at the time and said the wrong words to him. And, and that's that. But uh, I'm almost certain you guys, those guys here, worse on the court and fast oh, talk that goes back and forth. But at the same time, uh, you know, everybody knows the history of it. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the, the intended meaning of it. And then, you know, the, the flipping in terms of endearment. It, it, it's just a, it's a slippery slope to, to run down. You don't want to tell somebody, like, how to talk, but we know what the meaning is. And, and it's, it's just a bad look, especially in today's social climate. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you know, using the rap songs and this and that, you know, stop. You just want something that we apparently have. So mm-hmm. chill with That's that. true. That's kind of true. I mean, <laughs> I just got to take something away, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to have something. But... Oh, my, my man, uh, Chris is in the comments. How you doing, brother? Oh, what's going on? It's Williams in the building. Yes, sir. <laughs> he said it's after the stigma of Uncle Drew. <laughs> 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 Young blood. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That is true though. That's very true. Yeah, we can see your comments though. Yeah, I just had to refresh it. I see your comments, brother. Um but yeah, it's definitely like you said, a slippery slope and kinda gotta curb it, but that's gonna come with time. Cause it's it's so used in the culture, you know, it kind of becomes you know Yeah, almost like everyday language even though it shouldn't be mm-hmm. and you know it, it's just another weapon I guess f- used against you that really shouldn't be mm-hmm. if, you, if you know you read your history books you know you, everybody you know the deal we had Jackie Robinson there yesterday in baseball like so it just you definitely should know what's, what the deal is when it comes to that one yeah uh, you know and, and then KD and Sharpen another beef. Oh God! You know, my my man KD is just going for the jugular for all these media <laughs> media types, man. Uh, and then Shannon Sharp blocked him. You know, I don't I don't have an issue with that. My man's trying to save yeah. his. He has a job. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe to cut you off. You yeah. get out of pocket. They're cutting you off, aka Paul Pierce. <laughs> Yeah, Shannon ain't, he's getting that network money. He ain't trying to, he ain't trying to fall that Paul Pierce Exactly, out. exactly. Got to be smart about it. Ain't it. It's not about being tough or, you know, how KD acts and stuff like that. He goes, oh, yeah, but you can't. No, dude, you got to, you got to understand. He's not playing. This is his job now, so you can't go back and forth for spot. Like Mike Rappaport, that's his thing. You know, he's going to get back and forth. It's not like he's up on like some major show or something like he's a personality, but he's not a Shannon Sharp, you know, he's not an ex player. You know, still got an image to uphold and he did the smart thing. I don't have any problem with that either. Also, I guess also at the same time, if you're going to say have, you know, spread out false quotes and whatnot, KD does have a right to defend himself. I will will say that. So, Mm -hmm. You know, and Stephen A. Smith has, has been going off, on, uh, you know, 
pretty recently about guys missing games, you know, telling Kyrie to give his money back. Uh, what? Yeah, Stephen A has been going on and off the uh, Brooklyn bandwagon all year, depending on, you know, his, his mood of, of the day. Mm-hmm. But, do you, and remember, remember Kyrie in the beginning of the season had this media holdout until, you know, he got to find some money. Mm-hmm. Do you think these guys should be held to a higher standard considering they got, like, the, the power of the mic with them and just talking reckless and whatnot? Player-wise or? For the media. media. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. They should be just like the players. They got to watch what they say. You just can't go on and, you know, you say the wrong thing. You're getting, you know, your ass handed to you everywhere. Every publication, doesn't matter, athletic, they're going to hit you with the media guys too because they have ways of really trying to get under your skin and they can say certain things that, you know, that piss people off. This is why I love Coach Popovich so much because he'll go, uh, you know, y'all play really crappy or something like that. Um, what do you think you should do? And you'll see his face. Play better. Oh, what do you mean by that? Score more points than the other team. Just stay short with them. Just get real sarcastic because they hate it. That's what you do. You can't get in trouble for that. I would, man, I would love to be in that position. Oh, Jacob, why your team was so bad? Uh, they were. I don't know what to tell you. They missed a whole bunch of shots. Okay. Um, how do you think they're going to fix it? We're going to talk about it, and they're going to get back on the floor and try to do what they have to do. That it? Yeah, okay, I'll see y'all later. <laughs> that, that's it. Don't give them time of day. I don't care if media is your job. You're, trying, you're not going to bait me into everything. That's what they do. It's a whole bait game. It's fishing. They bait you, try to get whatever story they can, make themselves look good. Exactly. Hook, line, and sinker, and if you fall for it, that, that's your ass, Mr. Postman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were, you were to skip Bayless and what he, remember what he talked about with, with Dak and all his mm-hmm. mental issues before, you know, he mm-hmm. threw Dak under the bus. Uh, so Skip Bayless has been talking reckless for years. Oh, yeah. Nick Wright, I have, I have no idea why he has a job. I- I can't stand him. I'm, I, I'm not even sorry. I use that like I'm sorry, but, but he is the worst. Like what, what did he do? Honestly, maybe he went. To, honestly, he went to school for it. But what? How do you have a platform for so long and you're so bad at what you do? It. There's so many people out there. I'd rather hear Kendrick Perkins preach the gospel <laughs> than listen to Nick Wright. <laughs> yeah, but, you know Perkins. I, I will give him credit. He, he does say some outlandish things, but for the most part, he 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 gets you to think for a oh, bit. Oh yeah, because plus he played, so he played with these guys, so he will he understands it. That's what I'm saying. Like I'd rather him have his comments and his outlet, knowing I'm going to get some kind of basketball knowledge out of it. Mm-hmm. And Nick Wright, you know, you know, Grant, we were LeBron fans, we love LeBron, but he just goes on another level that makes you go, man. If you don't, sh- man, will you shut up? <laughs> It's oh, get out of here. Chris likes Nick's right. Nick right? Nah, chill. Nah, we gonna we gonna disagree on that one. Not even agree to disagree. We gonna just straight disagree. Ooh. Well, I'm 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked at that one. Ah, right, yeah. But yeah, you know the the guys come on. They they uh, criticize guys for missing games, and we look at this schedule and the injuries in it and the factors that guys missing games mm-hmm. nobody knew Aldridge had this condition mm-hmm. uh, apparently there's some rumors out there that Kyrie converted to uh, Islam and he was uh, Islam Lake 
uh, it was Ramadan uh, on a Monday, so maybe that's why he missed the game. That's true. Again, that's that's uh, Could be. rumors. I, I haven't uh, confirmed that yet, but it makes all the sense in the world. But he's doing everything this season. Yeah, they, more. yeah. There's a thing going on. Uh, Ramadan Kyrie. So you got the picture. <laughs> he, he dropped 37 last night in three quarters. See, there you go. Oh man, it's getting wild. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we about to get about to get cooking. <laughs> Ramadan Kyrie. Oh, I got a ring to it. I like that. Yeah. Um. Yes, Coward has been Chris. I do agree. Coward has been horrible as well. Oh, he, man, he brings out that terrible ass QB list every year, <laughs> every year. You know, every, Aaron Rodgers every goddamn year. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he can't like Aaron Rodgers. You can't really go wrong with that. Him and Patty, you can't really go wrong. But Aaron Rodgers, MVP. Hey, I know, I know. You obviously you can't stand I know. him. But he a bad man. No, we all he, we know that. <laughs> I, I will give him this. He is killing it on Jeopardy. I'll, I'll give him that. Oh yeah, he, he's definitely. That's that's his career after, like because he's flawless with that. But yeah, definitely, Chris, we agree with you on that one. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Cassie Audible Tuesday nights. Matt uh, Bushnell, Randy Hammond, Football Life. Uh, had a draft coming up. Those guys do an excellent job. Get your football talk right there. Uh. You know, somewhat the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, they they got some tough time going on in Minnesota. Uh, the other night, uh, <laughs> T Wolves reserved a seat for Cat's mom, which was really really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, I love that. And then the next day, you know, they postponed the game due to the old, uh, events up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then they get smacked by 40. <laughs> but, uh, you know, A-Rod. He got a team. He, Thank God it wasn't my team. It was the Mets, so I'm happy. <laughs> I didn't want that smoke. Hold up, you're not jumping back on that Minnesota bandwagon? Nah, fuck out of there. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Too, like, I'm, I'm good. Like I said, KG don't want nothing to do with it, so I, I'm good. <laughs> I, hey, you healing it? Well, yeah, it's just crazy. But, um, yeah, it was a good move for A-Rod. I mean, Anthony Edwards need, to, need a history lesson, but... um, I think he's throwing. Nah, he, he might. Well, if he said baseball... Well, you got to think of it, too. He played baseball in high school, too. Yeah, but you got to think he's... What? He was born in, what, 99, maybe? Uh, so you you're not gonna really you probably don't know who he is. I mean, yeah, you you, you you're catching juiced Aroy, uh, you catching Aroy. Exactly. Right so you, yeah, yeah. So you, I don't know. Maybe he maybe he didn't know who he was. I mean, he did it on the Yankees MVP. Hey man, you never know with these kids. A lot of kids don't, you know, they don't dig into their history. They don't really dive into the game like you think they do, and. Like I said, a lot of players don't study the game. Like a, maybe like a CP there, you know he studies the game, but a lot of these young players, they just go play 2K, um, go party, do what they got to do, get on social media. They don't really study the game. They don't watch tape and stuff like that. So even with other sports, they don't, they probably don't pay attention to it. 
But um, but yeah, back to Minnesota. They need Jesus. But <laughs> I think about, like I said, I couldn't couldn't stand Glenn Taylor. Uh, just he made James Dolan look like Gandhi. Um, and that's the street facts. But like I said, they did my man KG dirty. That was the. And I tell everybody that's the main reason I watch Minnesota games him and Wally. But after that, him, him and Skip had that vision of owning the team, and you know, Glenn Taylor is one of those conservative dudes that don't really give a, mm-hmm. you know, what about things. And hey, good luck to that fan base. Hey, Rod, good luck. Have fun. I mean, you know, he, now that he's broken up with J Lo, that's his, <laughs> you know, that's his present to himself, you know, but. Taking over a Minnesota Timberwolves team, taking over a Minnesota Lynx team, four-time champ, the best, most uh, entertaining team in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Y- do you see any changes, uh, any positive changes that might come about with uh, uh, within this team? Maybe in two years' time, he takes over. Two years? Yeah. Yeah, he can actually. Maybe he'll, you know, change the dynamic. You know, A-Rod, he has some – I'm pretty sure he has some fresh ideas on what to do. He's not moving to Team Seattle. <laughs> no. So, you take that out right now. Um, yeah, he'll have a light – that's what they need, a fresh outlook. Maybe maybe some players are coming in. Hey, you know, this guy was a huge MLB star. I'd love to play for him and see what he can do with our team, bringing those resources that he has. And uh, oh, I like it. I like it. I mean – James mentioned the strength and conditioning program. It might be different. So <laughs> a little bit different. A little, <laughs> a little different. bit different. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, I I think a star a star name. You look at Jeter in uh, Miami for the Marlins. You look at Jordan for Hornets. Mm-hmm. Ex players coming into ownership, and now you see with D Wade mm-hmm. going over to Utah and the Jazz. Of all places, I didn't I did not expect Utah. Uh, but it it shows that the players are now more uh, financially aware of their uh, surroundings. They're looking at life after basketball, not going broke, going, you know, Antoine Walker. Mm-hmm. At the 96, uh, 96 draft class the other night on NBA TV, going through all of that. But, mm-hmm. you know, being fiscally responsible, KD making hand over fist and money now. So uh, I'm all for ownership. You, you look at what you want to be the top dog uh, because that creates generational wealth. So exactly, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Chris, nope, not no more. Just saying. <laughs> nope. Oh, that, that Minnesota. Nope, it's over. It's over. It's a nice little run with me and them and the Knicks. Yeah, one town, one team. Welcome. <laughs> I rock my KG jersey though. No, you, yeah, you, yeah, you gotta, you gotta rock that. You know, that's that, my, that. that's my guy. Hall of Fame this year. Happy as hell for him. I mean, he got his ring, even though it was with Boston. He, he got that, so I'm, I'm happy. I'm, yeah. You know, uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas is gonna uh, induct him. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, he's from Illinois too. Or is it uh, Isaiah from Illinois too? No, Isaiah from Chicago. Yeah. So. And KG too. Yep. They had so, some Illinois upbringing, so I, I like that little pairing, and they had a good relationship from what I've known. But that, yeah, that's going to be awesome. I like the whole MJ and Kobe. That that's awesome, right there. 
Yeah. I say was the closest to Jordan. Kobe. Bryant. So I I, I just I like that. Uh, that's gonna be real interesting. Probably a tearjerker a little bit. Um. But yeah, this this Hall of Fame class is it's our childhood sober. <laughs> yeah. It, it, done. <laughs> Seeing all those matchups, those Western Conference, the Eastern Conference guys going at it. It's just so weird that they're just they're not playing or Kobe going. But yeah, it's it's weird. Really weird. Yeah, the, the the whole Western Conference matchups and you know the barking and you know still shout out to the X. So you know it, it's it's uh, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Looking in the memory bank, you know, getting older. Mm-hmm. You got the beard going. I know. It's, you no, know, it's, it's it's weird, man. I'm about to couldn't grow this at all. <laughs> all baby face stuff now is just it's weird. Is how much time has actually passed by, you know, 21 years. It's crazy, 21 years, can we join it, 21, is that something? You know, 2000, damn, that's like the, I don't want to say the height of, well, the height of our basketball was around that time. Like, all, you know, Dirk basically in his, he's starting to grow into his KG, you know, the whole Kings thing, the Lakers, you know, Kobe, Shaq still running things, the Nets and it, you know, wow, definitely a lot of time. Yeah, it 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 definitely is, man, and, and you know, it just brings back something, and and mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, when I went weighed out in Utah, uh, bring a maybe uh, bring a different dynamic to that team. Utah suffered a pretty bad injury today. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, Mitchell isn't too bad. He went down with a sprained ankle. Yeah, uh, the schedule's been rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But none could have been bigger than, and might not be bigger as Murray, man. That that is gonna hurt him. I love Will Barton at all, but Jamal Murray brings another. They put that team at another level, and that I don't know if they'll bounce back from that one. They can, man. That that just hurts. That that hurt because I really thought Denver had a chance to come out of the West this year, especially with Aaron Gordon playing like he was. Just to add on to that, that that sucks, man. That really, I hate it. But we knew this was gonna happen. You go back, what was gonna happen with, with these guys coming off these this, the short off season? You know, even LeBron, you know, when LeBron goes down for an extended period of time, you know it's crazy. Even though it was a fluke, you know, fluke play, but still. Yeah, <sighs> non contact uh, injuries are always the worst. Nobody wants to see that. And I, I think. Uh, this timetable is supposed to be for like six months. Mm-hmm. So if they go back to the regular schedule, he should be back uh, around Christmas. So he'll probably miss about two months of this next season. Yeah. Three months of next season. But yeah, the, the condensed schedule didn't really do anyone any favors. That's why you're seeing also so many blowout games and mm-hmm. poor, poor play. And the condensed schedule also <clears throat> also leading to this playing tournament, which Luca had a big shot the other night. Luca and Cuban want no parts of the playing game. I, I I thought the playing tournament was. I didn't realize the setup was this bad. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know it was a one game elimination for for each one. So uh, I guess I'll explain it again. Mm-hmm. The seven played the eight seed. The winner gets the seven seed. Nine plays ten, 
the winner of a 9-10 game plays the, the loser. Yeah, of that. Of the. 7-8. Yeah, they play the loser of a 7-8 game. Mm-hmm. So 8 versus 9, and the winner gets the 8 spot. So they changed it from last year then. Yeah. Because they put, yeah, no, I don't like that. That one a game elimination that kind of does at least make it like a short, like baseball does, like the one, like a three game series or something like that to kind of. But yeah, I, I see, I, I do get their point. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I, I thought it was similar to last year where you had to win with a ninth seed, you had mm-hmm. to win two games. Yeah. Eighth seed had to win one, and the eighth seed, that's it. Mm-hmm. But technically, it's kind of the same, but the tenth seed, I don't think, should be in it. No. Considering if these temp seed is like five games out of a like mm. eighth spot, yeah, that's think, not fair. Um, I think Chicago is. Chicago is the temp seed, and they're like four games out of a ninth mm. spot. Indiana, so they definitely so, shouldn't get there. Yeah, and, no. and Chicago's free falling now with Levine oh, out for two oh, weeks. So it's a wrap. It yeah. is a wrap. My man Westbrook is about to come in there, work his magic, and, and, and just take that eighth spot away from uh, 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 right now. It's and us. Right now it's Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. And I don't know if they can hang on, man. They 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 struggling. They they just like this. They like. <laughs> yeah, they they they're wobbling. Uh, I would well, love to. See. Oh no, is that? Oh, no, I was like, I would love to see freaking. Washington come up and grab that. And I'm just shaking on the smile about Westbrook because he is leading that team right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stat pattern. I mean, <laughs> I, I thought he didn't lead the wins. I, gun smoke. Pew pew. Sideways. But showing in the A spot. Indiana in the ninth spot, mm-hmm. and Miami in is, is in the seventh spot. So the Knicks and Boston, they're kind of mm-hmm. trying not to get into that play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami's a half game out of a six-seed. Yep. Boston's looking really hot now. Tatum and Brown are, are picking up, so they, they might be moving forward. Atlanta's looking good. And you, you look out west, and you understand why Luka and, and – Cuban are upset because they're the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. You know, the injuries kind of played a huge part in why they're down so far. But, uh, I, I, you know, they didn't, I don't think they expected to be in this position. So now, yeah, I guess you, you're so far into it. Kind of, it, it sounds like whining because it's coming from Luca. Mm-hmm. He kind of has a legit point. Uh, but, you know, hell, this is what the guys agreed to. So, you know, that's that. You got Memphis in the eighth spot, Golden State in the ninth spot, mm-hmm. San Antonio in the tenth. And if you're Dallas, you, uh, you're Luca. You, you were preseason MVP, but you look over at Golden State. Mm-hmm. What Mr. Curry is doing now, the all-time leader. Uh, team leader for the scoring and for the Warriors mm-hmm. hitting 11 threes a night. Yeah, I'd be scared too. <laughs> you should, man. That dude is, he's playing with a purpose, man. He really is. 
this dude is playing out it well, you know, stuff seems like he's always playing out of his mind, but you know, he know he really wants to get into the playoffs. He knows the stack is, you know, deck the good. You know what I mean? The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Deck is stacked against them, and with Wiseman going down now, Ubre is inconsistent as all hell. You don't know what you're gonna get out of Draymond. No Clay. You know, you gotta depend on guys like Lee and whoever else the hell they have. Toscano. But yeah, there you go. You have him there. Like, who the hell are these people? It's just Steph and everybody else, and Dre. Steph and Dre and everybody else. So, oh, yeah, excuse me, and Wiggins. Sorry. Forgot about Wiggins. Yeah, you're going to forget your Minnesota boy, man. Yeah, well, it's damn shame. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't see this uh, playing tournament lasting mm-hmm. longer than this season. Um, You know, it's certain it was a makeup for revenue for uh, the bubble from last year and mm-hmm. all the games missed. So I don't see I don't see them doing this again. Uh, you know, I can see the I can see them keeping an eight nine. Mm-hmm. I don't see them uh, uh stopping it at, at seven. Yeah I, mean, yeah. I don't I mean I don't I mean I don't see them allowing the tenth seed. No, it that doesn't make any sense. Eight and nine, yeah. Because you can flip flop and stuff like that, depending on how close they are. I think they right. should, if they're gonna do it, do it. If they're like a half game or something like that, or a game, have them play that three game series, and if you win that, boom, 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 figure it out from there, then go. But yeah, at ten, I see why Cuban and Luca are just like no, Un- unless. Now, now that I thought about it, unless if you're gonna add the ten seed. You can't have a team like Chicago four games back and and win and win one game. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to have a like a nine ten, have to win three games mm-hmm. and keep the four game as the cutoff. If if a ten seed can win three consecutive games against two against the uh, one against a nine seed mm-hmm. and two against the eight seed, you deserve it. Then you can get it. <laughs> that makes sense. That's a lot of sense. I think so. We're gonna be listening. He's gonna steal that next. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll tag him later. <laughs> you gotta make sure. Come on, use these ideas. Yeah, man. Austin Austin River is supposed to be going to uh, Denver. All right, all right. Maybe he'll get some play time there because he sure as hell was in Tips Tips doghouse. He had that one game, he had the Quivers thing going on, and you didn't see him after that. My man was done. That, that inconsistency caught up to him, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, he 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 definitely was finished, man. How how are those Knicks looking? They I'm looking damn good. That's what I'm talking about. We're going four straight. KP, we're coming for your ass, all right? We don't care if it's Dallas, Malice, Malice in the Palace. We want this W tonight, huh? I mean... Get this, Caesars. <laughs> no, but yeah, they're looking good, man. Um, Alfred Payton, uh, I'm going to give him a shout-out. Again, you know I can't stand him. But I'm going to give him a shout-out on this one. He's been playing well. Him and D-Rose, you know, killing it. Uh, Randall, being Randall, he is he's on right now. He's carrying the team, quickly starting to come back on. Alec Burks, it sucks. He, you know, he's out tonight due to safety protocols. Um, 
he was actually the closer. You know, he was playing the point guard role. He was hitting the big shots down, and Tibbs is starting to trust him. Noel is one of the top defensive players in the league doing his thing. Taj Gibson giving us that veteran leadership, that toughness that we need on the floor. RJ, my guy, Duke, brotherhood, doing it. I mean, he's he's been off for these last two games, but, hey, I honestly think he took that Anthony Edwards comment to heart. <laughs> Especially that one of those last games, he hit that big three. He's like, shut your ass up. Um, but, yeah, I'm just liking it. I just wish, you know, Kevin Knox could have a little bit more time because I think he would be a pivotal piece if he got the shot. You know, his three-point shot looked a lot better. You know, Obi, I want to see more of him. But on, with Randall there, I knew – this would happen. We won't. We wouldn't see his growth until they figure something out, and they have to get something figured out. But we need that point guard. I think it's going to come down to having that point guard. We need somebody else that can put the ball in the hole. Because as you can see, that when they go stagnant, they go stagnant, and it is not fun to watch. I mean, Derrick Rose, yes, he can get you a bucket, but he also can be off. You know, Alfred Payton. When he starts shooting threes, I just know it's trouble. Uh, you should hear me in the house. I'm just throwing up those cuss, those cuss bombs everywhere because, man, you can't shoot. Once again, hitting the microphone. Alfred, you can't shoot. He's still doing it. Um, like I said, this is why I wanted like a Kyle Korver or a J.J. Redick. You know, somebody, another guy that can knock down a three consistently, like a 39-40%. And... But they're looking good right now. I mean, I can't – I from the beginning of the season, I said they can make the play-in game. And they can sneak into a 7-8 spot and look where they are now. And I said if everything went – it had to go perfectly. I mean, they had to get some big wins against teams that had no business beating. They're doing that. You know, they're playing – they're keeping it close. You know, they're playing Brooklyn. Every It was no blowouts with Brooklyn. They were expecting to get ass whipped, and, you know, it came down to calls. No, Randall to travel. He traveled. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA got it right, don't. Yeah, he got it. No, I was he got it right. I mean, at God the time, I was, right. I was upset. It's okay. I mean, I mean, Randall was mad. He should have caught that ref outside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the other games it was close. You know, Kyrie hitting those big shots. You know, Harden. You know, manipulating the manipulating the game like he always does. You know, hooking it on to getting those foul calls. I mean. But hey, they are. I'm proud of the team, man. It's really good to watch good Nick basketball again. Like it's been a while. Like I said, when I say I haven't missed any Nick games, I'm talking about the Ball D's. I'm talking about Othello Harrington, Nate Robinson, the David Lee when they were some kind of decent, but still winning like 20 something games. Yeah, I was still watching it. it. This is the best basketball I have seen in at least. Well. With the mellow, so I'll give it that maybe eight years, about eight. Kind of rough. Well, you know what that's all about, but yeah. And, and you should be proud of a team, you know, looking at free agents for next year and guys to target. Uh, there's a lot of talk, and maybe Schroeder, the Knicks nice. targeting him. Uh, you think Schroeder would, uh, you know, that on that list of point guards that you would cover, you know, Schroeder, Ball. Mm-hmm. Where'd you rank these guys? I'm going ball number one because of the age and his improving game. 
with Randall because I think they should bring back Randall. You can't get rid. This is the Zach Zach Randall situation all over again. I wanted them to sign Zach Randall. If he can be that twenty and ten guy, the guy that really can hold your offense together, he can be the glue guy. And then they let him go. And then there we go. We the power forward position wasn't filled again until probably KP came. And but Lonzo Ball, you know, young. This is when you gotta you gotta make sure that if they got a pony up to keep him. Pull that Jeremy Lin deal right on him. Put that poison pill that you can't get him, but he's young enough so where, you know, he's going to make an impact. Great, great playmaker. You know, his shooting has improved a lot. I mean, I got on this kid, his shooting. I didn't think it was going to work. He worked his ass off in the offseason with his shooting coaches, and he has improved. And I would love to see Alonzo Ball in the Nick uniform next year. We, we 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 need a point guard. We need a starting point guard that can give you, you know, the 30 minutes a game that can actually set up everybody on the floor. Randall, he's an okay point okay point four, but I don't want to see it too much because then he thinks he he tries to do too much. He gets himself in positions when he's in the paint. He's like this, and he got to throw it out, or somebody's jumping in the air to try to get it to the corner, and it it. You throw away a lot of games doing that, but Schroeder would not mind or ball. So it's ball, Schroeder, and hopefully we can get one or whoever we got in the draft. That, that sounds pretty damn good. You know, Nick's taking that next level. And with Tibbs here establishing the culture, you know, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Uh, so on these Nick's next matchups, uh, Schroeder would definitely add something to it. So with ball, so. Uh, something to look forward to. Oh, absolutely. That definitely, like Tibbs, I wanted Tibbs. It was either Atkinson or Tibbs. I was fine. More, I've always been a Tibbs guy. I think he gets the most out of his players. And I'll say it, Chicago Bulls fans, listen, y'all won 50 games how many seasons? I don't care what happened. Your injuries called freak injuries. Oh, they play him too hard. No, you're professional players. Players get injured. But you're winning 50 games a season. You have no room to complain. I just I I don't ever want to hear it. You're winning, you're winning. That's what his his five, you know his five over five hundred or well, five thirds. It's pretty high. It might be fifty four, like something like that. It's pretty high. His win percentage is there. I mean, you don't get like that from being a shitty coach. I'm sorry. I mean, he just has an old school mentality. You play to win. You play hard. You should see him. He expects his guys to play hard and play the way he wants. You know, if you don't find yourself on the floor, you miss a defensive you know, possession or you're out of position, he's going to get pissed. Absolutely. You'll see him do it. I counted at least 20, 25 times a guy throw his hands up, throw his hands up when you just, he does it. But he's the coach that the Knicks needed. We needed a direction of where to go to. And he had to get the most out of his players and he's doing it. Look at Randall. Yes, he has Kenny Payne, but Tibbs is a big part of that. It was about a belief in him. Mitchell Robinson was playing the best basketball of his career. You know, Derrick Rose, we all knew what he was about. Tibbs knew what he was about. Derrick Rose, is, he's playing okay. He's doing what we expected. And, you know, guys like Alec Burks, Noel, you know, who he was, I won't say he was an afterthought, but he's playing a hell of a lot better than he was in New Orleans. True. So, Oklahoma City, excuse me. But, yeah, I, I'll take this. I'll take this any day of the week. If this is the start of something that we can finally build on and bring back that Nick team that consistently is in the playoffs every year. I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Um, so last night we had the uh, WNBA draft. You know, there's a lot of 
star power coming from the college ranks. Everybody watching the Final Four, March Madness. Um, it was projected number one pick. Charlie Collier goes to the Dallas Wings, stays home from Texas. Uh, Dallas gets the big woman they need, and at the first two picks, so they go with Collier and uh, Awakuye. She's 19 from Finland. Uh, she can't throw it down. She's six five. Mm-hmm. I've seen the clips. So I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, that that was definitely. Collier, she was going to be the pick for all. Everybody knew that. That was the most just slam dunk pick. Rangy center. You know, she can shoot the ball. She's a she's a bucket, as you always say. <laughs> she's a walking bucket. Um, she they, they had a rebounding problem. Mm-hmm. And Collier fixes that as well as Coulier. Coulier, that's how you say yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Coulier. But, yeah, she's another 6'5". They needed it. She's another one. She's still growing. Yeah. A lot of just she can actually you can tell she's gonna be a good one in the league. And like you said, this first round was studied and not forget about the second round too, because as you can see, you have girls like Krista Dangerfield out there for the Lynx. That was a second round pick and she turned into the rookie of the year, so it was talent all over. It it there really was. Uh, I'm I like what Atlanta did with uh Ari McDonald. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm big on that Atlanta backcourt. Uh, it's McDonald and uh, Kennedy, Kennedy Carter. Carter. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they're going to be running and gunning. They got Odyssey mm-hmm. Sims over there. Tiffany Hayes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be running real fast. They kind of they just missed the playoffs last year. But mm-hmm. uh, you, you saw McDonald's game at, at, during the tournament. So, welcome, Bucket. Fast. Fast. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Pac-10, Pac-12 player of the year. She has a just great mentality, a competitive mentality. Her size doesn't mean anything. Um, yeah, they they got the dream, got something going there, man. Yeah, man. How how do the uh, how does Liberty do? Damn right, they do some <laughs> good things. Made me happy. <laughs> they got Michaela Owen. Yeah, on I think that's how you say it. If I butcher the name, I'll get it right by the time the season, you know, comes back around. Small far from UCLA, another walking bucket. She can shoot. She can rebound. Mm-hmm. Um, 3 and D type player. All 3 and D type player. She's very versatile on the floor. Um, Liberty needed a lot. You know, you got Sabrina Nescu in there. That's your point guard of the future. They made the deal with the Storm to bring in, what's her name? Uh, on Natasha Howard. Yes, Natasha Howard. That was a big deal. They, they're playing the win right now, and that's basically what you needed. Um, and what also helps is – hold on a second. Man, that's my – hold on a second. That, I know they got uh, – drafted D.D. Richards, too, from that, I like her. Yes, defensive player of the year. I'm excited about that because we need toughness, and – that's basically what it was. You need toughness, girls that can play. We know everybody on the team can score, but yeah. can't stop, stop them. You're not going to be winning. And I definitely love what they did in the draft, and I'm excited for the season. Hopefully, Brina can, you know, stay healthy like her first game. 33 points. She was, <laughs> she was ready to roll, man. And of course, she went down with that nasty ankle injury. But I'm ready. I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm going to watch a lot of games this year. All offense, no defense. This sounds a lot like Brooklyn. 
a little you bit. Know, <laughs> you know, I mean, they do play in the same building, so mm-hmm. those vibes are gonna just vibes gonna kill up, kick <laughs> off, man. I so good. <laughs> uh, so they got Valerie Higgins. She's another one forward from USC. She was pretty decent. So they gotta have a lot of good players, and yeah, the season's gonna be good. Yeah, uh, 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 Renaya Davis goes to Minnesota, projected number two pick. Uh, pretty lottery pick, but she falls to number eight. No, no, number nine to Minnesota as a, a as a forward. Got to work on the outside game a bit, but you know, real, real tough uh, going for that Minnesota uh, uh, pedigree. So, A Rod has a lot to work with out there. Uh, you're right. The season starts May 14th. 32-game season, mm-hmm. and it's going to be an Olympic break in the middle, so we're going to take two weeks off. So they, got, they got the Olympic schedule. No, no, I think it's a month off. Mm-hmm. So they, got the, uh, they took into account for the Olympics. USA team usually just kills everyone else in, in women's competition. But I, I think now the international game has come along much more. You got Australia with Cambridge and – uh, oh, I forgot her. You know what I was about to say? I was about to say more. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to bring that in. I'm like, nah, she don't play no more. <laughs> nah, I'll, um, girl who played, uh, got drafted last night from the sky, uh, mm-hmm. Shiny Heel. Yes. Dollar Heel. Yes. Yeah. That's another good one. Um, but shout out to, um, I have to say, the Sparks, you know, New York native Stephanie Watts from North Carolina. I mean, she's. I think she's going to be a good player for that team. I just want to shout out to her. I mean, because she had two season ending injuries and how for her to bounce back from that, mm-hmm. you know, and get drafted in the first round, that's pretty dope. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give her a shout out. No, no, no doubt. And there's a, there's a lot of walking buckets in this draft. Number five mm-hmm. picked Dallas also picked up Chelsea Dungy f- mm-hmm. uh, from Arkansas. You pair her up with Enrique, and those are just buckets all day long. Uh, number five pick uh, with, uh, from Rutgers, uh, Guriantes. Mm-hmm. So she's dropping 36 and 35. So, you know. Awesome. And then the Aces get better. They yeah. got Destiny Slocum, guard from Arkansas. Another walking bucket, 15 points a game, four assists. Forty percent from three. <laughs> they just they 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 loading up around the MVP man. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know you you we talk about all the all this talent and uh, on the, on these rosters, but the problem is there's only twelve spots to each team, and there's mm-hmm. only twelve teams in the league. Yep. So, you know, I guess there's talk of trying to expand these rosters to fifteen mm-hmm. players. You go into training camp, you got to cut people, and some girls play overseas. Mm-hmm. Or what I, I hope happens is a possible expansion. Uh, the league started out at 16 teams, it dropped to 12. Mm-hmm. But now with all the talent, I, I think now is as good a time as any. Maybe, and there's talk of it that maybe next year, if we have a, if there's a good season, uh, good turnout positive ratings that they could 
uh, look at expansion. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be really cool because you always want to see all these girls get a shot because they all can play. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget that and got to give them a chance. It sucks. You know, they shouldn't have to go all the way overseas. I mean, that's an off-season kind of thing, you know, if they want to keep their games going. But come on, they can play at home. They can have another team, you know, bring back one of these teams that they disbanded. Uh, it was oh, man, so yeah, there, there were so many of them. Yeah, San Antonio, the Silver mm-hmm. Stars, that the Charlotte Sting, mm-hmm. Sacramento Monarchs, the Detroit Shock. So it's not like these cities didn't have it or uh, aren't capable of hosting it. Mm-hmm. It, it. It's just a matter of ownership and and uh, I guess uh, accountability. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that's the right word, but mm-hmm. uh, an, an investment, uh, a commitment to show to the ladies. So hopefully with the new ownership, star-studded ownership, uh, maybe A-Rod, well, he already has some links, but maybe Wade, he's good friends mm-hmm. with Candace in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can bring a, a professional team out to Utah and really take a take a look out there, but you know, shout out to the ladies, man. Uh, Absolutely. May fourteenth. Yep, twenty-five years. Twenty-five years. Um, got some good jerseys. Uh, I'm gonna try to good pick night. up you. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I, I think we'll be, I think we'll be good there. Sir, I got my Liberty jersey on deck. Got my twenty-five year shirt. We are good to go. They got yeah. some smooth jerseys too. They're, they're, it's not no just freaking slogans and all the damn advertisements everywhere. The jerseys are solid. Nike did a hell of a job on them. Yeah, better than they did with that Red Sox jersey, man. Oh, that's hot garbage. The hat is fire, but that that yeah, that that jersey keep that shit on the shelves, and that better not come anywhere near the Mets because I want that black jersey back. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my damn black jersey and I'm happy. Oh man. Uh, that bullshit. But uh, you know, I I think we covered a covered a good amount here, man. Uh mm-hmm. anything on your mind there? Uh, you know, you know the deal. Catch out catch all of our other podcasts from Dong City to you know, the Audible, you know, Workshoot Podcast. No, they're doing their thing. Jason Corey Richmond and Jason Brooks doing their thing over there. Um, our guys on Sunday, Felipe Melicio and Sean Flannery, my fellow Met fan, on Total Basis Podcast. Make sure y'all check all of those out because we do this for you. And if you don't like it, oh well, we'll live. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, no, but just keep, it, keep checking it out, man. Just uh, We try to push out all the, the quality we can for you guys keep you all updated on everything um like i said just just keep it rolling yeah man uh, that definitely sounds good uh i i think uh you know if you guys are into your fantasy championship weeks don't look at you know i mean i know i am because i've been giving out the advice all year so yeah. you know, <laughs> um <laughs> You know, Isaac Okoro, 
You know, you, you can look at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vernon Carey Jr. You take a look at him. You got who you want to? Uh, we ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> we are not get into that. You know, we can keep that to ourselves. But uh, you know, I, I guess one one more thing. Mm-hmm. These these dunks. We saw some hell of a lot of dunks these past week. Mm-hmm. Miles Bridges, PG. Which one's your favorite one? Uh. I had to say Miles Bridges because the reaction of the freaking announcer. <laughs> but nah, he, he cocked it back on him. But I, I always, PG, when he gets there, he's a vicious dunker when he gets there. Because PG, I mean, I, I just want to see, I want to see out of PG what we saw out of LeBron James in that Celtic series when he really just, he had no emotion, just a kill game that just you're just gonna you're dying tonight that, that's it you know just close casket but yeah i had to go with miles bridges because that was just vicious man that that dude can another guy wanted to draft i mean he could do more than dunk but he could throw it on your head as jackson hayes did it on his head he does <laughs> he got teed up but he said it was worth it yeah i, I like that De'Aaron fox one the other night um mm-hmm. I mean, the Hornets have been just dunking on people all year. So, and yeah, you're right. Those announcers have gone crazy. So, mm-hmm. you say, Miles, I'm, I'm going to go PG. Okay. Uh, that vicious donkey. Mm, just <laughs> uh, on his head. And the Clippers have been playing well. But oh, yeah. Seven of the last eight. Rondo making a difference. Mm-hmm. Said Lou Williams being gone would kill him. Uh, they haven't missed a beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if this is if this is the time to do it. If it's going to be a time to do it, the Clippers got to take it over right now. Well, while the Lakers are out, just get your spot. Solidify your spot where you're going to be in the playoffs and do your thing. Yeah. Uh, Murray hurt. Now Mitchell hurt. Clippers got to be in for the, the, in for the kill. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think this is a, it's a good one to stop at, man. You know, it's, it's been... It's been fun. Uh, like I said, like uh, Jake said, catch our previous episodes by subscribing to the Life Group Podcast Network on YouTube, Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple, or also on iHeartRadio. Um, total basis, Sunday, Felipe, uh, Work Shoot, Donk City, and The Audible. So it's just been great stuff, man. Absolutely, as always. And man, Nick's coming on tonight. Can't lose KP again. <laughs> so it's gonna be a you know, a good night winning four straight, you know, four straight, you know, heading strong. Hopefully we make that final playoff push. The Nets already they getting into the playoffs. They they got their little management going, aka injuries. But <laughs> um hard to be back next week. Yeah, now you wanna come back. That's fucking up my damn Finals, my chances in the fantasy. He was carrying my damn team, but now he he wanna he wanna go out. But it's all good. It's a part of the game. We knew it was gonna happen. It's still a good for fantasy season. I made the playoffs. So I made the moves that I had to make. You know, sucks now. The league kind of KD really killed me, and you know, Povetsky and Theo Maladon getting taken away from me. But that's my fault for not, you know, jumping on the ball like midnight like I usually do and snatching from everybody. Facts. I think people I think people learn, but 
is what it is. It was a good fantasy season, you know, for you guys still in there, plenty of players that can still help you, you know, go do that. Hit that ad button, go drop some scrubs, and do your thing. Yeah, man. Awesome stuff. You know, and uh, well, catch you guys next Friday. And until yes, then, ball out.